Hey, it's Matt and Lori. And it's time for Teacher Saves World. Why can't you be more like my stapler? Keeping my papers together. Well, I know it's it's officially still winter, but but we're getting to the end of our winter. We're crawling out of the dark. We're the still, winter we're, of our discontent, yeah, as we said. We're we're still there. We still have a few things to talk about, but uh, the days are getting a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And. Um, and we will make it through this winter like we've made it through every winter before. But we still have a little little darkness to talk about. A little chill in the air. We still, we still have. And so, you know, as we've been talking here in season three about the, the things that are really challenging us as teachers, you got to understand, uh, this is coming from two teachers that have been around a little while. So we do have the gift of time. We've just seen a little bit more. Mm-hmm. We've, we've taught in several different locations. We've, we've taught in public and private. Uh, um, we've seen some different, you know, administrations politically come and go like we've, the, some of this is coming from, we just have seen a little bit more. And just like the veteran teachers that were there when we were fresh and kind of gave us some perspective, um, I remember just how they would handle some situations so calmly oh, and coolly. Oh, so calmly. And, just you know. Just not phased. They just, you know, they'd kind of seen it all. And, and not to suggest that we we've seen it all, but just, you know, you know some of the things that we're bringing up are, I, I think are things that only somebody who's been around a little while can bring up mm-hmm. because there's something to compare it to. We've, we've seen things be different. We've, we saw school before computers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we've, we've seen no child left behind come and go. We knew a time before PLCs. Yeah. We knew a time before, social emotional learning and digital citizenship mm-hmm. which i think made it a little harder to see all these why i quit videos on youtube from teachers yeah. that were teaching under five years yeah some were, just a couple years there that's, was that's nothing i i want to say they were almost all single digit yeah yeah and and there's something to be said about sticking with this profession year after year after year Sticking, you, sticking with anything. Well, true. That seems to be not something. That, I mean, that's something that's changed, right? The the old idea of you get a job and you stick with it. Yes. And you kind of you know spend forty years at the factory. Yeah. No. 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 That's that's changed. Millennials that's, and Gen Y and you know there is a trend of not buying homes, not buying cars, not so that you can pick up not and getting, leave. Not getting married. Not getting married. Not having children. You can leave. Where, whenever and wherever you want, you can start over in a new city. You don't have things tethering you. Oh, that sounds nice. Right? 
You just get up and go. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, maybe it's just the modern way. Yeah. And we're antiquated. But, um, but oh, it you, is. You, time gives you, I think, some, I'm going to listen to somebody that's done something for, for years. Yeah. They have something that you can't get. Yep. Any, anywhere else, but then sticking with it. So you should listen to us. There. Moral of the story. We're old. <clears throat> we're old and we've been doing this for yeah, a while. So, yeah. uh, so season three, we've been talking about the things that are not great. Things that are making our job really hard. The things that we think are wrong. Things that we think should be fixed or changed or just done away with, period. Uh, but this next topic is not something that I don't, I don't, I don't know that anything could be done about this one. Yeah, but it needs to be talked about. It just is what it is. And, and I think it needs to be understood in order to be appreciated uh, and factored into maybe some other decisions that are happening because, you know, we've kind of been talking about all the things that have been added to our plate and, and nothing taken away. Uh, all of the things that we've had to do on top of everything that we were already doing and we've just had to become stronger. Mm -hmm. We've just had to become faster. We've just had to become more resilient. We've just had to become better. And uh, here's something else that, is uh, again not easy to talk about it's sensitive territory it's uh maybe something we're going to step on ourselves here a few times and but the youth that we teach today are different than the youth that we taught 10 years ago or 20 years ago and not making any value judgments at all, at all. There is no value judgments to be made here. There's no, the kids today are not as good as the kids before. Not at all. That's, that's not part of this conversation. It's not even up for debate. Kids are kids. We have great kids. Love our kids. But the world that our kids are living in today and the impact that the world is having on our children today has had an impact on our job to be teachers of them today. <laughs> yes, it has. Okay. And we're going to point out, you know, the obvious, um, and the things that we like to gripe about as grandparents, we're not actually grandparents, but we're grandparent age, maybe young grandparent age. But the things that just weren't around before, and uh, there's not anything we can do about it. But you have to understand this made the job of a teacher so much more challenging. <laughs> and so the health of our students has changed mm -hmm. in all aspects of health. Yes. Their physical health has changed. Their mental, emotional, psychological health has been altered and I, mm -hmm. and I don't think for the better. And I think many would agree with me. 
um, their exposure to the world has exploded. What they have access to and what they hear and what they see and what they know, uh, oftentimes much earlier than they mm. ever should, is is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. Yeah. And the amount of time that they spend outside of the echo chamber of youth has disappeared. There used to be a time where they would cut the cord, right? They would they would exit the immature bubble that they spend so much time in and they would disconnect, right? They would come home to to a a place where adults ruled. As much as they thought they didn't want that. They needed it. Yeah. And 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 family functions and all these other places where there were lots of adults and the the influence of the adults was was greater. Um now now the the reach of of their peer group is uh, knows no bounds. It's twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. And all of these things has significantly impacted our job. Yep. In a big way. Yep. Big 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 way. And uh, you know I I I see it anecdotally, and I you know just in the number of number of students I have that I have paperwork on mm-hmm. now that I have a file, the file of, of papers that I receive on students. And I only receive papers on students that have special accommodations or situations that I need to be aware of. And I need to make some sort of adjustments that um, the file that I have each year continues to get thicker and thicker and thicker of, of all of the diagnosed and, and other issues that are going on in my students. Mm-hmm. Uh, the health issues that I have in my students has increased dramatically. Oh yeah. Dramatically. Uh, and, and that's official and unofficial. I mean, that's both in those that <clears throat> the different, you know, issues that I need to be aware of. Well, uh, like diabetes, asthma, um, stomach is- issues, colitis. Yeah. yeah I mean, um, all, all kinds of stuff. I mean, really on. things that normally you'd think were for like old people. Yeah. Right. And then we also see it unofficially just in the, the, the general health of our students. Oh yeah. Just the, the, the increasing obesity epidemic. It's real. That's endemic, right? I mean, it's just pervasive. It's never ending. We haven't done anything to address it. No. It hasn't gotten better at all. Mm -hmm. How long have we been talking about this? How how long have we been talking about just the loads of crap that are being fed. Yep. Uh, and then its impact on just their, their energy, their alertness, their. Well, it's just a cycle, right? The sedentary nature of the gaming and being on their phones and then the eating and then wanting to stay up all night for that 24 seven, uh, kid news cycle. Right. So they don't miss any posts. So then they're drinking the energy drinks 
and the caffeine and the Starbucks to stay up later. And then they, because they feel down in the morning, they want candy. You know, they're craving the sweets. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, it's, it's physiological. You just, you just mentioned some things that, uh, again, have been like energy drinks did not exist when we started teaching. Mm-mm. That Those are a thing now. Oh, yeah. And they're prideful. I mean, right? They have monster stickers on their Chromebooks. All the... I drink three oh. Red Bulls a day, Miss Jones. It's a badge of pride. Oh, all the hot chips. Those weren't... Yeah. Like, we, we had Doritos. Yes. That was, like, that was the extent of the hot chip thing. I think thing. Doritos, like, Cool Ranch was, like, crazy. Oh, yeah. Cool Ranch Doritos. You know? But now it's, you know, Chester's Hot Fries. And now there's not just Takis with the red powder. There's blue Takis. What is that? <laughs> Like, wait, it's blue? It's not even blueberry flavored? It's like electric blue. And, and you know, and then these are just the things we see. I'm not even getting into jewels, the vaping. Oh, vaping. And I My mean, God. these, you know, like art. I didn't even think about that. There's another thing. You know, the amount of, you know, they can vape from like one jewel, they can vape the nicotine that was found in an, a pack of cigarettes yes. in yesteryear, which took you a little while to smoke, just logistically. Mm-hmm. But now it's packed into that cartridge. Yeah. And so they're, and they're vaping in class. Like I told you, our foreign exchange student was like, you know, two years ago, Miss Jones, I saw, I just want to let you know she was vaping in class in her hoodie. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Me, who I, I think I know all the kids' names. I walk the room. Mm-hmm. I'm an attentive high school teacher. And they're vaping in their hoodie sleeve. Yeah. And if that kid's doing it, how many are? Yeah. So. Social media. Oh. And it's just. Social media so, did not exist. Yes. When we started teaching. Yep. There was no stinking TikTok. Wow. There was no Instagram. There was no Twitter. Snapchat. Snap. Chat, snap, effing chat, none of those things, right? So all of the issues that have come up through social media, the the anxiety, the the body issues, the the bullying, the you know, so much of the actual physical turmoil that happens on campus all starts in social media. Yeah. All of the negative of social media, all of their expo- all of their access to illicit stuff. Yeah. Right. The earbuds that they have in their ears oh, all day long. You got to keep getting and just it constantly hearing f this, f that, f this, f that, f this. Yeah. So no wonder they talk like that. Yeah. Right. Because that's what's it drilled into their head yes. all day long. The language, yeah, the language that we hear on campus has become—it's awful. awful, without any um, discretion. If there's, if we're around, or we, we redirect them, but they don't even look to see uh, if there is an adult. Even if you're a human in the world, you, you must have noticed this as you walk around, like the store anymore. It seems like people don't even catch themselves anymore out in yeah. public. Yeah, the way they talk. So I wanted people in a movie theater the other day. <laughs> Talking about effing this or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. God. Like, please stop. But so, so you know, here's the argument is, is okay, back in the 80s, you know, when we we're in high school, kids weren't angels. But, but here's the difference, right? If a kid was a pothead or a gamer, they would 
go through their day on campus, go to their classes, then they would walk. Okay, one, they walked a lot, right? They'd walk across town to the arcade, Mm -hmm. and there'd be an arcade that had adults in it and was an establishment. They might go behind the building and smoke a joint, you know, but this is done off campus. This is done. They had to walk somewhere to get there. They had to have quarters. They weren't, <laughs> you know, they weren't playing a video game on their school provided uh, device during class while they took a, a hit of their vape in their sleeve. Yeah. You know, so everything. And then at some point they had to go home and at home there was the, you know, the phone in the kitchen with the long spiral cord. So they were forced to boring conversation at the dinner table, or at least a few, you know, even if they didn't eat together, at least a few boring words from mom or dad. But they were taken out of that F-U-F, like the, you know, this latest yeah. artist that they watch. And they didn't really even have, I mean, we just started to get Atari, but those video games were so, they weren't like lifelike of yeah. running around buildings and shooting people. Yeah. This is a perfect storm of negativity, hostility. We can't compete with at, the entertainment factor. We this, can't. At this incredibly malleable, impressionable stage of development. Brain development. They are, this is the... This I think is the, we got till 21, 22. Oh They're right in the heart of that brain being developed. And somewhere, we're supposed to get them to read a book. <laughs> So in the middle of all this, in the middle of all of this, everything that we've just described with full knowledge that I don't just have my grandpa's slippers on. I've got my grandpa's slippers on and my grandpa robe. (laughs) I'm holding my grandpa pipe. Oh no. I've got my old stained grandpa white t-shirt on. I am in full grandpa mode for this episode. Fist in the air. I haven't trimmed my eyebrows in years they are bushy and wild right now nose hairs ear hairs full assault yeah this is what is has changed this is what you know and 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 so when our i don't know what what did our grandparents complain about rock and roll yeah pelvic twists yeah the camera being on a crotch. Yeah. That Hair, is hairspray. I don't, you know, I know. whatever. Um, but all of this, th- this, this is the assault on our, on our youth yeah. that has been happening over the last, it's been growing over the last on their diet, on their attention, on their emotional well being. On their money, money, mm-hmm. money. This is a huge thing. They're, the money just flows right through their their pockets. It flows out of us into them and right, right down to the Seven Eleven mm-hmm. or wherever they're CVS. They're buying the hot Cheetos and the soda and yep, and a dollar here, a dollar there on whatever stupid video game they're playing on their phone. And yeah. they got to get some new skins and they got to do yes. all this other crap or. Or down to the, you know, that shady super or corner market that sells, you know, vape. Doesn't card. To Yeah. And they don't, the thing is they don't get a respite from it. So, you know, we have like anxiety live in our body for a reason. It used to be, right, because a, a 
you know, lion was chasing after you oh, yeah, or a bear. A predator. Predator. So your anxiety your kicks in, yeah. your, your alertness, your heart rate, and you're ready to fight. That's normal and healthy. And then when the threat is gone, the anxiety is gone. But since the kids are like on this 24-hour-a-day, right, comparing them to others, look at his abs, look at his girlfriend, look at her hair, look at her eyebrows, look at her eyelashes. Everybody's more beautiful. Everybody has more money. Everybody's better at this video game. Everyone's going to a better college. Can you, as a, as a I mean, we already were a mess as teenagers because hormonally you're a mess. It's already such, I mean, but, it, it is it is the, 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 the core theme of every high school movie yes. is what an awkward, challenging time it is already. And how lame I am. Yes. But then at least we went to bed. At some point we went to bed because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, we went home. You went home? Away from all the the trauma yes. of, of teenage life. Away from the bullies. Away from the girls that the don't mean talk, look at us. The mean girls. Mm-hmm. And you had to sleep. Yeah. And in sleep, we've talked before, comes so much healing, mm-hmm. healing so. of your cells, healing of your, your, your brain, all that that's happened during the, like, a, I, I love that quote, sleeping is living. It's like something like, wait, you know, when you're awake, you're dying. When you sleep, you're living because sleep restores everything, Oh, right. but they're not getting that either. Yeah. So it, and because they're not getting it, they're needing more energy drinks, more salt and sugar, more, you know, let me look at my phone to wake up. Let me put my music extra loud to wake me up. Yeah. And so it is, their little bodies are not getting a rest. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never uh, been around such like a, just a unfortunately unhealthy group of young people as I have the last few years. You just, they are fried. Fried, yeah. right? I mean, you just see, yeah. you, know, you know that feeling, if you've ever stayed up for a, a, a long period of time, right? Maybe you've done like an all-nighter and and maybe you ate crappy, maybe you drank a little bit too much, whatever, and it's just that feeling, that fried feeling of like, man, like every every nerve ending is just like split and I'm, and I'm just... You're in a fog. Man. Yeah, and, and it's foggy. I, I just described, I feel like half of my students mm-hmm. are like that every day. So then they're irritable every day, quick to anger because of the lack of sleep, because mm-hmm. of the poor diet, because of the, just the ungodly number of hours spent spe- staring at screens, the sedentary, the, the, the barrage of immature um, language and ideas and concepts and and everything like not a there's no poetry Mm-mm. we're not we're not memorizing poems we're where's the beauty we're we're passing memes around that are mean about people and yeah. like it just oh. and and this is our charge you know our charge is to help kids kind of find themselves right help them not what to learn but how to learn how to be curious intellectually how to be kind how to express themselves how to be authentic to themselves but like make the world better too it all sounds very corny but this is our charge as teachers Mm -hmm. and this is why we went into it you know i left the music industry which is you know always slated as being the sleaziest of music film and tv music was very sleazy right I never felt like I quite fit in there, but you find teaching, you're like, I'm supposed to be here. 
so like you and I were just talking yesterday about, you know, my word for 2022 is walk. Cause I'm going to walk every day. Yeah. Um, it's good for me. I'm a better person when I walk, but I, but I was saying, I'm going to take my classroom for walks. I said, you used to do that, honey. Remember, remember we had that? And you're like, Oh my God, I was just thinking of, I'm going to do it again. Yeah. So midway through the class, we're going to, we're just going to get up and walk, just go outside get off the screens. We can't get away from the screens. We have to do some stuff on the screens, but I'm, I've already been thinking about what can I not I, do on the screens? I've, I've actually, I mean, I'm going to make a, uh, I'm sure this is going to bump my students out, but I'm going to spend as little time as possible on Chromebooks. Yeah, me too. I have these brand new glorious textbooks. We're going to use them. Crack those mothers We're open. Gonna, we are going to open those pages. Smell them. We're going to, um, mm, I'm, I'm going to get out some lined paper. Yes. I, I, I have some reams of lined paper that I have. Uh, I don't know why I have them, but I have them. We're going we're gonna to write on them. We're going to get pencils and pens. Yep. A textbook. Yep. Some lined paper. Amen. And, and do some walking. Amen. We're going to walk, write, read, and talk. Yeah. That's and, what we're going to do. And they're on, you know, the, and they'll get their screen time, don't you worry, <laughs> you know, in other <laughs> classes. And... They'll get their academic screen time too, district. Uh, Don't worry, just because we, we go on a little respite, you know. Yeah. But they they need us now more than ever. Mm-hmm. And it's not their fault. This is kind of where we need to come to this. This is not their fault. No, and that's why I opened it up. Like, this is not a, like, kids were better back. It's no. N- no, that's no. not the case at all. And this is not the parents suck because we've had our own. Yes. We still continue to have our own trial and tribulations with our own children. Yeah. Right. Oh, we take their phone away. Guess what? There was two more burners in his room or, you know, they, they figure it out. They're much smarter than we are in many respects. And we're no, and they're just, it's, it's the world we live in. The only way, you know, we have no control. I've, I've often told my kids, Hey, if you guys wanted to walk out the door of my classroom, you could, they're like, cool, we can. I said, you really can't because I can't tackle you. Yeah. There'll be some consequences down the line, but I can't control you. Um, I can only hopefully inspire you just enough to kind of hang in there with me. And maybe every once in a while I say something that resonates with you and we have a nice dialogue and, but, but I want more of that. And when they're on their screens, you know, you don't have them. You don't have them. You don't. And it, and it's just, it disjoints the class. And I just, I just think we need less of it. You know, we, yes. we, I saw a direct comparison just with reading Othello with my seniors this past semester. You know, one day we acted out a scene and we put a crown on one of the boys and it was funny. We mm-hmm. laughed and they struggled with the language and somebody helped out over here and threw a word in. And then the next day I thought, well, boy, we have a lot of scenes to get through. This is a long act. I'm going to do an Ed puzzle. We'll watch the Lawrence uh, Fishburne, uh, Fishburne one. That's a really good, boy, that sucked. <laughs> Because it was like 40 minutes. Yeah. And so here they all are, like, you know, with big headsets on and then typing their answer. And it was silent. And I answered some emails. But it was just, it was awful. Yeah. And they won't remember that. Mm -hmm. They'll remember the funny scene with the boys pretending to kiss each other. You know, they'll remember that and i just i just think we got to help these kids with whatever we can to get some mantras of healthy living 
you know, and what they need to do to to feel better. Because some people will say that the technology's helped, be right? Because it it it. I guess they can reach out to a bigger community. Maybe they live in a small town and there's nobody like them, but they can find. I, you yeah, know, we're not saying that there's not benefits to technology. We're not we're not like abolitionists. Yeah. We're not saying you know let's get no. rid of all of it. It's just it's 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 contributing to the challenges that we're facing it's amplifying them yes and so everything that we've talked about coming up to this point everything that we feel is challenging difficult it's it's driving teachers out of the classroom um you know a lot of the things that we've talked about to this point like something could be done about them policy changes could happen and administratively they could make different decisions. Uh, this is one. It just, it is what it is. Yeah. And, but hear us, hear us now in that we have now taken on the job of like health director, right? I mean, we are concerning ourselves. We are making decisions as teachers not just to get them to understand a subject, but to how to like alter their universe for the time that we have them to hopefully have reverberations beyond that time to maybe change some habits to, to, to show them glimpses of what maybe life away from the energy drink is like, or the vape pen or mm-hmm. the video game or the whatever. And Hey, isn't this a nice option? And uh, Hey, maybe let's read a little bit while we're here. And Hey, um, and that's, that's, that's hard and it's challenging and it's and teaching it, is easy. If we it, had to just teach content, oh yeah. that's a piece of cake. We read this, we take a quiz here. We right? Yeah. That's, Nothing. It's, it's, it's it, so much more than that. It's defeating at times. It's soul sucking at times. It's soul crushing. Well, it seems like at some times you just feel like you can't, yeah. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the moments we got to is like, I, we, we don't like to do the things that we're unsuccessful at. Right. It, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's part of what's driving teachers out of this job is, is that is this constant defeated feeling i'm not good at this i'm not good at this i i'm having a hard time competing with the cell phones and the video games and the hot chips and the vape pens and and i i'm not winning yeah i'm and not ha- having and any how success do I discipline this do i am i a hard i'm hard so ass bummed out I- all the time take their phones away? Do I allow them their phones out carte blanche? And then I've got that battle. Do I let mm-hmm. them eat in class? Do they eat nothing? in cl- Like, you know, we've been doing this 22 years and we don't know, yeah. you know, like it's like, we don't know which path to take to make it better for them, to make it better for us, to make it a healthier environment. I, we haven't even gotten into, you know, the, um, even the gender fluidity right now and them finding themselves, who are they? I don't even dare s- s- touch that one. <laughs> I, right. I mean, because I will not come out uh, good. No, um, I know. But, but it, I'm thinking there's another level because now we have kids that, you know, we, we need to call them a name that's not on their, um, it's not on attendance and it's not in our programs, yeah. but they're going by a different name that we need to honor and they're going oh, by different yeah. pronouns. 
And we're, you know, so when, you, when you're talking about when you've been doing this for a long time and then all that we've talked about this season, mm-hmm. we also have to honor these developing young people and them finding themselves, even their gender, their sexuality. Yeah. Wow. And we're like involved in that now. Yeah. So it's all, and you want to do it right and you want to honor and do it justice. And, but we're even learning all of these terms and maybe not fully understanding everything quite yet. You know, we're on a learning curve with that. And uh, that plays into the, the health of these kids and the heaviness. Yeah. They've got to, they're, they're, you know, I mean, it used to be gay, straight, and now they got lots of other things to choose from. And oh. who am I? Yeah. You know? So we got an email the other day from our friend, uh, our, t- our online education friend, Serena Pariser. We had Serena on the show. Serena is, uh, she's an author. She's uh you know, great. And, uh, she sent us an email saying that she, she was a guest on our show. She's a friend of the show. And, um, she was listening to some of our podcast episodes and, and she, uh, really liked them. And she was writing a book for, I think, geared towards young teachers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, kind of an she was including, she book. was including our podcast as like, you know, if you're, uh, as, as a way to, you know, your professional learning, you know, uh, as educators, podcasts are now a part of it. Right. And, uh, she said she was going to include us in there because she really thought that we had some, some good advice or things to say to young people. And, um, uh, but Serena sent that email before season three came out. Well, she also <laughs> said, she, yeah, I, she also said, and, and it, it's evident how much you love your jobs Yeah, and we do. I'm so glad you brought her up. We do, Serena. We do, everyone. <laughs> it's because we love them so much that we do this examination. Yeah. Otherwise, so it'd just a- be like, whatever. You know, if we didn't care, Matt, if we didn't love these kids, yeah. you ignore all this crap and you just kind of roll out all the digital and you, right? You, you put them on their screens. Let oh, it would everybody, be very, you're right. If you yes. put them on those freaking screens and you turn your back, it's quiet. Yeah. It They're is. all playing the snake and the game ball game. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and you're making everybody happy. Yeah. Right. But that is not why we do what we do. No, it's and not. That's the puzzle we're still figuring out. Yeah. You know? So we're crawling out of winter. <laughs> the buds are blooming. The days are slightly getting a little more light in them. Yeah. But we got one more episode coming up in the winter of our discontent. So join us next week. We're going to put season three to bed.